going on. Thank you so much. Been like a million dollars. Shout out TMZ. Let me check out that rig. TMZ stands for the Mayweather Zone. How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. I love my TMZ family. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my pit vipered up pal, Mojo Mutati Mojo. We're going to start with Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, the beef, it's raging on, and there have been a ton of developments over the last 24 hours. I think it's safe to say that uh, that these two superstars do not like each other at all. Now, Mojo, if uh, if anybody out there has been living under a rock and somehow, some way has not heard about the back and forth between Jimmy and Aaron, we're going to sort of go through some of these developments here before we actually hear the latest from Aaron Rodgers, who joined Pat McAfee a little bit earlier today, Mojo. But first, let's go back a week. Speaking of Pat McAfee, this is where this all started. Aaron Rodgers, of course, makes his weekly appearance on the Pat McAfee show. Last week, the Jeffrey Epstein client list came up, and uh, that's when all of this bad blood It didn't start last week, but this really reinvigorated things. Here is Aaron Rodgers last week with Pat McAfee. Started all of this. Take a look. This has something to do with the Epstein list that came out. (laughs) Feels like it's supposed to be coming out soon. That's supposed to be coming out soon. Look at this guy. He's been waiting in his wine cellar. I've been waiting in my wine cellar for this thing. (laughs) A lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't happen. So, Mojo, there it was. That was, again, last Tuesday, January 2nd. Now, not too long after that aired and millions and millions of people not just heard and saw what Aaron said, but then was speculating about the possibility that Jimmy Kimmel could actually be part of this Epstein list. The late night comedian, he responded on social media. He went to X and he threatened a lawsuit. He said, hey, uh, and this is obviously paraphrasing here, something along the lines of, if you keep saying this, Aaron, I am going to sue you, and then we can discuss this in a courtroom. Well, Mojo, things were pretty quiet until last night. Now, Jimmy Kimmel has been on hiatus for a few days, but he returned to his Jimmy Kimmel Live set Monday night, and Mojo, he used his entire monologue, seven-plus minutes, to absolutely eviscerate Aaron Rodgers. Here was Jimmy Kimmel Monday night. Aaron got two A's on his report card. They were both in the word Aaron, okay? (laughs) And can you imagine that this hamster-brained man thinks he knows what the government is up to because he's a quarterback doing research on YouTube. I think Aaron Rodgers has the right to express any opinion he wants to, but saying... Someone is a pedophile is not an opinion, nor is it trash talk. Sorry, Pat McAfee. And as far as the, well, you say things about people all the time argument goes, yes, I do. It's not the same. It's not even close to the same. We say a lot of things on this show. We don't make up lies. In fact, we have a team of people who work very hard to sift through facts and reputable sources before I make a joke. And that's an important distinction, a joke about someone. All right, Mojo, so that again was last night, Monday night. And uh, aside from the jokes, and Jimmy obviously kept hitting on the fact that Aaron Rodgers is some dumb athlete and, and is not some you know intellectual who is smarter than everybody else out there. That was the theme, but Jimmy also said, Aaron, if you apologize, I'll accept it. Well, today, 
Tuesday morning, Mojo, earlier today, Aaron Rodgers made his appearance on Pat McAfee's show a week after those initial comments and just hours after Jimmy responded. Did he get the apology that he wanted? Here was Aaron Rodgers with Pat McAfee this morning. We fast forward to this last week, right? And I said that a lot of people, and I'm quoting myself here, a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't come out. End quote. That's what I said. That's the entire quote. Okay? I was referring to the fact that if there is a list, which, again, this hasn't come out yet. This was just a deposition, right? And there are names on it. Then that would be the second time that a soft brain junior college student, you know, wacko, anti-vax, anti-Semite, purveyor, spreader of misinformation, conspiracy theorist, MAGA, whatever other things have been said by him and other people in the media would be right twice. Now, let me just say that that, that is the truth, number one. Number two, I totally understand how serious an allegation of pedophilia would be. So for him to be upset about that, I get it. Did you watch the quote? Because that's exactly what I said. Verbatim what I said on the show. Okay, I'm not stupid enough, even though you think I'm an idiot and you made a lot of comments about my intelligence. But I'm not stupid enough to accuse you of that with absolutely zero evidence, uh, concrete evidence. It, that's ridiculous. We didn't get the apology. Instead, I thought we got some or at least an attempt at some clarification from Aaron Rodgers. Aaron said, hey, look, I'm not stupid enough. And I did not say that Jimmy Kimmel, nor did I imply that Jimmy Kimmel was on this Jeffrey Epstein client list. Instead, it sounded to me, Mojo, like he was saying, Jimmy has doubted the existence of a list, not a list that he's on, but just that a list exists. And Aaron has said, hey, I was simply saying I hope the list comes out so it'll prove that Jimmy Kimmel was wrong about the existence of a list. Again, not that he was on it. So that was the point. That was the clarification to me, Mojo, that it seemed like Aaron was trying to make. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if this beef's over now, if it's not over. It wasn't an apology, was it? No, it wasn't an apology. He didn't walk back what he said, but I believe this is as much closure as we're probably going to get for this particular topic. I do agree with you because when I first listened to this, I was like, ah, Aaron uh, got a little spooked about yeah. a lawsuit coming and is walking <laughs> back his comments. But he's right. When you when you listen back to it, he never accuses Jimmy Kimmel directly. He does everything but that. You know, of course, there's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of people that are going to interpret it that way. And maybe that was on purpose, but he never accuses them directly. I'm glad you said exactly what you did, because I started watching it back. And, you know, maybe Aaron was insinuating that some of Jimmy's bosses or yeah. colleagues or friends were going to show up at, on that list where it would be extremely detrimental for Jimmy Kimmel personally if, if, if that were to happen. But exactly like you said, denying the list altogether just for it to come out, you know, that's. Uh, pretty bad too. So throwing it in your face one way or another. Um, look, man, this is <laughs> this this is a situation. If you're Jimmy Kimmel and you initiated this, if you went after Aaron Rodgers first, you gotta expect a clap back. You knew it was coming. Your whole writing staff probably is is waiting for the rebuttal. I don't think um, 
<laughs> this was on their bingo card that they'd be no. thrown Epstein list. I mean, that's as about as severe as you can uh, you can get right now. of course absolute elation in Ann Arbor Michigan last night we know Michigan wins the national championship they beat Washington 34 to 13 uh, it wasn't as lopsided a game as it seems but uh, Mojo clearly Michigan the better team the more physical team they were able to run the ball pretty much at will and they win their 12th national title but Mojo their first since 1997 so they had been on something like a 26 season drought while the drought is over Jim Harbaugh the great coach of course uh, wins his first national championship <laughs> he dodged the uh, dodged the ice bath Mojo some veteran Ooh. move on coach's part um, but but obviously uh, a very uh, very cool moment, awesome uh, for those guys in Michigan. Now we'll see what happens with Jim Harbaugh. But boy, were those fans ever excited, Mojo! Brother, this is about as good of a year as Michigan football will ever have. Oh, I yeah. mean, Michigan winning the Natty, and then the Detroit Lions winning. Oh, I didn't even think of the Lions. Right, you're this not kidding. I'm in. 30 years, which is crazy considering they only had to beat three other teams. <laughs> Whatever, Michigan, all Michigan this year in 2023-24. Babcock, uh, I, I know we usually see eye-to-eye on things. I'm going to disagree with you just a little bit here. Uh-oh. I feel like that game was lopsided. I feel like that score is indicative okay. of how the game went. I felt like <laughs> Michigan had it in the bag start yeah. to finish. Um, but my goodness, uh, what a game it was. Uh, crazy. It's been 27 years since they won the last one. Right. Man, I mean, that game was essentially a blowout in the national championship. Matter of fact, Michigan's toughest game of the season. Oh, I know what you're going to say. My Maryland Terrapins. <laughs> and if it wasn't for a questionable call on the last drive of the game, I think Maryland wins that game. So I'm, I'm being that guy that blames the no. ref. No, but um, Mojo, that's a, I mean, that's a great point. And, and let's be honest, if your uh, Terrapins had beaten Michigan, then Michigan would not have been in that national championship game last night. So it's funny how things can change based off of one play, off of one call. Certainly was a one-touchdown game, and your Maryland team played them very tough. Tougher, I think we can both agree, than Washington did last night. Absolutely. Coming up on TMZ Sports, wrestling star AJ Francis joins us. Where could he be headed after his recent departure from WWE? Find out when the man formerly known as Top Dollar joins us next on TMZ Sports. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Ragaton is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. 
I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Welcome back to TMZ Sports. I'm your host, Mojo Mutati, coming in hot today because we have a six-year NFL veteran. We have a former WWE superstar. And more importantly than anything, we got a fellow Maryland Terrapin in the house, the one and only AJ Francis, top dollar. How we doing, baby? I'm good, baby. How are you, man? It's good to see you. You look good, man. You look great. I'm trying to I'm trying catch to get up that workout you, program you with you, man. You're doing so many big things right now, brother. You got your music rocking and rolling. Obviously, that was evidence. We outside. We outside. <laughs> we outside. Evidence every single week with WWE rocking the mic to the ring. Uh, your freestyles you were posting every week. Now you are a free agent, so uh, uh, let's let's start right there. Your non-compete is up. The world mm-hmm. is your oyster. What is next for AJ Francis? You know, big things happen for big people. You know what I'm saying? You know that. You know, when you put good energy out in the world, good energy comes back to you. And uh, I've made a lot of friends and connections in this business. And one thing that I always wanted to do was go and wrestle at TNA. You know what I'm saying? Growing up as a kid, a lot of my favorites from WWE would go to TNA. And then I also discovered people that I didn't know existed in wrestling until I watched them on TNA, like AJ Styles, like Samoa Joe, these guys. So it's like uh, they got a big show, Hard to Kill, Las Vegas, January 13th. You know, you ain't never got to tip me with a good time to go to Vegas. You know <laughs> so so I decided I'm going to pull up there. I'm going to be with my, you know, my personal DJ, DJ Who Kid. It's going to be a good time, man. Hey, DJ Who Kid is definitely a friend of the show, a buddy of mine personally for a long time. I mean, you got your personal DJ. Who Kid has just demonstrated a huge love for wrestling. We've seen him all over the place. AEW, we've even seen him do some things backstage for, for WWE. What is his role going to be like at TNA? What's he doing there? What y'all got cooking? What do we expect, man? What can we look forward to? Well, some people have a, a personal counsel, a wise man. You know what I'm saying? Some people have a manager. Some people have to, He's my personal DJ. You know, he's there for me personally. You know what I'm saying? So anything that I need... He can take care of it, just like when we host the party. Not to mention, he's on the song, my brand new single, We Outside, streaming on all platforms. Uh, he's on the song. He helped put the song together. And, you know what I'm saying, like, he spins it on, you know, Sirius XM Shade 45 every weekend. You know what I'm saying? He plays it at all the parties. When Snoop had his party at 11 for, you know, uh, uh, I believe it was, oh, uh, yeah, it was for Art Basel. He had his party at 11 in Miami. You know, we, we shot a music video in there. You know, Snoop came through. It was a good time. So anytime DJ Hookie can get involved in anything with you, you got to let it happen. You know that. I mean, you know the man. Let me ask you a question. Have you had him inside a wrestling ring at all? Uh, inside the ring yet? We working on that. We working on that. But he's been <laughs> in one before. He's been in one before. 
you know, we working on the other part. He actually just spent some time. He was at my house last week in Orlando um, when we did the Cheese and Citrus Bowl. And uh, he was there and we was talking about getting him in the ring, I'm getting him to do a couple of things. So next time he comes to Orlando, we definitely going to be in the ring. Oh, you already know. And that takes me exactly to where I was going next. Uh, the Cheez-Its Citrus Bowl. I was so jealous of you, Cheez-Its, being like one of my favorite <laughs> snack foods, the Citrus Bowl. I, I'm, a, I'm personally a white cheddar guy. Yeah, no, no, nah, nah, regular for me <laughs> or extra toasty is the move, my Okay, friend. oh, extra toasty, respect, respect. But, but obviously the Citrus Bowl, one of the biggest uh, bowl games in college football. Yeah. You are the official title holder. I'm assuming they selected you because they know you're a Florida guy because they know you're a wrestler holding the title belt and uh, securing mm -hmm. it for to uh, present to the winner. I feel like that made sense. But how did how did you get mixed in with the Citrus Bowl? How'd that come to be? It was cool. My buddy Jordan, he does a lot of stuff with Florida Citrus Sports. Um, they do the, the Citrus Bowl. They do the Pro Bowl. Any big event in, in Camden World or in Orlando in general, they they do a lot of cool events. And my buddy was like the director of the whole thing. And he was like, yo, I got this these videos I want you to do. We're giving away the title belt. The MVP is going to get the title belt. So it's like, we want you to give the out to the MVP. So it was just a, it was a really cool experience. You know, shout out Florida Citrus Sports. Shout out Cheez-Its. You know what I'm saying? The Citrus Bowl. Shout out everybody. That was a good time. AJ, a lot going on. Where else can we find you? Where can the people follow you? Any last thoughts, my man? Yeah, man. You can find me on all social media at AJ Francis 410. Once again, that's AJ Francis 410. Before you go, I got a surprise. Hold on. I wear this just for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just for you. Shout out to Turks. My no man! Way, no way. I told you I got you, bro. <laughs> Let's go, Maryland! My guy, AJ Francis, thank you so much for joining us on TMZ Sports. Can't wait to see what you got going next, my brother. Appreciate you, brother. Later, man. We have to be better. We have to play better. We have to defend better. We have to trust one another better. We have to be coached better. Every single thing, everybody has to be better. Everybody. It starts from the equipment uh, manager. He has to wash our clothes better. <laughs> this is a very funny story. So that, of course, was uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo Saturday night after the Bucks, and they've been losing. Lost once again to the Rockets. Giannis had a good game, but the team lost nonetheless. And he said everyone had to be better, including the equipment manager, Mojo. Well, the Milwaukee Bucks, they heard this, and they, they seemingly... Uh, took heed. I actually then went to social media and posted a photo of, uh, look, here it is right here, of uh, the Greek Freaks uh, number 34 Bucks jersey, and they wrote extra clean. Well, Monday, the team, the Bucks, returned to the basketball court. Mojo, what happened? Despite the clean jerseys and all that that Giannis said, they lost 132 to 116 at home to the Utah Jazz, Giannis, uh, he did his part. He had a triple-double. Still, the team loses by double digits. And after the game, Mojo, the Utah Jazz, they had some fun at the Bucks and at, at Giannis's expense. They posted, they posted this. That man right there is the Jazz equipment manager. They're having some fun, Mojo. I, I like this. this. This is some good, old-fashioned, good-natured ribbing. I like it. I hope this lasts the rest of this season and into the foreseeable future, Babcock. I hope every time someone beats Milwaukee, the equipment manager gets yeah. some love. I mean, these are guys that work tirelessly day in, day out. No pomp and circumstance whatsoever. Very little gratitude. So 
if Giannis offered an opportunity to shed some light on these guys, I'm all for it. Uh, I'm not sure this was a joke, Babcock. I mean, did you see Giannis's face <laughs> yeah, he when he said serious. that? It looked like he was dead serious, <laughs> like he was very upset about something in particular. There was a reason for why he said this. And honestly, if you're asking me if he's going to say it, he might as well have gone all in it, said the team has been perfect. The coaching yeah. has been fantastic. We are exclusively only losing because of our equipment manager and just put all of the blame on him, yeah. threw him right under the bus. I think that would have been better. I, I think so, too. I'll tell you what. These uh, post-game uh, press conferences, when the Bucks lose, have become can't miss. Be honest with the thinking about the Pacers before. I mean, it's it's crazy. He he says some really funny things. Uh, all right, Mojo, we've got to go. We are out of time. Uh, I've, again, talked too much. We got a good one tomorrow, though. The NFL playoffs just days away. Lots of news, of course, with Aaron Rodgers and with Packers star quarterback Jordan Love. Tomorrow we are going to be joined by the great Brett Favre, the Hall of Famer. We have got a ton of questions for Brett about Aaron, about the Packers, and about Jordan Love. There he is, Brett Favre. That's tomorrow, Mojo. Going to be pretty great. Talking about my Green Bay Packers, maybe bringing on an equipment manager or two if we're lucky. <laughs> Should make for the best show since today.